sort of cosmically. I don't believe there's there is not there's not such a thing as doing a bad or a good thing. There are just acts and things that people do. Um, so I so within that kind of framework, it's not really possible to be born good or evil. Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous, open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello, Podcaster. Hello, V. Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners. My name is Richard McLean Smith and my podcast is called Unexplained. Thank you for joining us, Richard. How are you today? Uh, I'm very good, thank you. Are you ready? Yes, let's go for it. Great, let's begin. Why did you decide to start your podcast? Um, I decided to start my podcast um, out of kind of frustration more than anything else. I was, I think... um, I was quite a sort of early, uh, I started the podcast quite early on, I think, compared to obviously a lot of podcasts that we have now. Um, I started it back, I think, in 2016, which wasn't by any means one of the sort of earliest ones. But um, I um, I think unlike a lot of people who maybe start podcasts now, I didn't really think oh, I wanted to start a podcast. Or I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be, but I was, I'm a kind of aspiring writer and I, I felt like... I was getting a bit frustrated that I wasn't getting things made or out there for people to listen to them. And so it sort of occurred to me, I was starting to listen to podcasts that were coming from America, really. And um, it sort of occurred to me that I could do that myself um, because I'm a musician as well and and I could produce at home and all that sort of stuff. So I thought I could just make something and put it out. And then when people ask me, you know, when I say I'm a writer and they ask me, so what have you written? I could finally say, well, actually, here you go. You can go and listen to this. Um, and so, um, yeah, it was kind of more that than anything else. But, you know, obviously I'm very interested in the subject matter of what my podcast is about. And I love the genre of horror and science fiction. So a lot of things all kind of came together almost accidentally. Um, I didn't really have a, a very sort of precise reason for starting, um, if that makes sense. What do you hope people take away from listening to your podcast? Um, I have, I, I mean, it's one of those things where I make something and I have an impression of what it is that I'm making, but I, but I think a lot of people take different things away from it that I might not necessarily um, have kind of intended, but and I don't mean that in, in a in a negative way at all. Um, so for me, like the show, I think because of the subject matter, I think some people confuse me sometimes as a sort of paranormal investigator or paranormal researcher, but I'm really more of a, a sort of storyteller, as kind of corny as that sounds. Um, so I love this, this sort of the the subject matter that I'm telling the stories about. And um, I think they're quite compelling because they're supposedly sort of true life stories. But I also sort of like to use those stories as a sort of opportunity to um you know be creative in the way that I write but also in the way that the sort of I bring my own kind of uh sort of sense of the world into the stories so 
I think if anything, without sort of trying to deliberately brainwash people, um, I like to think that um, there's something of my sensibility uh, comes through those stories and people can kind of uh, take something of that away. Um, but I suppose ultimately, um, I want people to have enjoyed listening to the show. But I think even more than that, a lot of the time being scared because uh, frankly, it is, it is a horror show, I think, first and foremost. So um, when people tell me that they've been scared listening to it, I, I sort of half apologise and half think to myself, that's probably a job well done. When did you last lose your temper? Oh, wow. This is any time I'm writing and I get frustrated um, about not being able to uh, quite think of the correct way to put something. Um, uh, I'm also going through a house sale at the moment, which is um, for anyone, I think for anyone who's fortunate enough to own a house, obviously that's, that is a privilege, but at the same time, anyone who's been through that process probably uh, know how frustrating and stressful it can be. So um, um, I'm going to say I last lost my temper in relation to our house sale, and it was probably two days ago. Tea or coffee? I have to say uh, I haven't, I hadn't drunk coffee for about 20 years uh, because it it made me feel anxious. So I sort of developed this association with it that it would make me feel anguish, anxious. And it, and it sort of does in a way because that's that's its uh, mechanism as a, it, the idea of it being a sort of stimulant. Um, so I uh, sort of not really touched it for a long time. But then I realised, and I don't know why I didn't realise this sooner, but um, decaffeinated coffee doesn't taste quite as nice, but it's not far off. Um, uh which doesn't have caffeine in it, so I have no reason to fear it. And um, and so I've been getting into, I've been drinking a lot of decaffeinated coffee recently. So, um, and I don't really drink hot drinks normally anyway. And I know tea has got caffeine in it as well. So just to be clear, but not as much as coffee. And um, I um, love the taste of coffee. So for me, I feel like that's, it's now sort of become a luxury drink for me. Whereas I think for many people, it's just a kind of daily thing. Um, yeah, a very long answer to what essentially is, should be a very short answer, which is coffee. If you can make another podcast, what subject would it be about? This is a great question because I am constantly trying to think of other podcasts to do. And just because I've been doing, unex well, because I do Unexplained and I've got other things going on, uh, it's, I'm finding it quite hard to find the time. I think probably at the moment I've got a couple of ideas Um I can't give anything too much away in case uh, somebody uh, gets in there before me. But um, I was, I actually, uh, yeah, I, what I would say is I've have been doing something on the side, which is more of a passion project, really. It's just about places, uh, which doesn't sound that interesting, I imagine. Um, but it's uh, about looking at specific places and um, what makes them significant. Uh, so um, I'd love to finish that. How easy is it for you to talk to strangers? I um, I, f I find talking to strangers quite easy. Um, I used to be very, very shy, cripplingly shy, and uh, I was very shy at school. Um, I I'm one of those people that sort of would would sort of feel the 
the eyes of the world on you at uh, the moment I sort of said anything or anybody sort of pointed me out to anybody. Um, but I think as I've got older, I've got a bit less sort of worried about that sort of thing. So I actually enjoy meeting new people and, and getting to know people that I don't previously know. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's, I find that easy, I'd say. Can people be born evil? Um, no, I don't believe in evil as such. So uh, I should probably clarify that. Um, I think we could sort of collectively determine someone's actions. I think we might sort of give them the label of them being evil or that they've done something, you know, uh, quotation marks bad. Um, but sort of cosmically, I don't believe there's, there is not, there's not such a thing as doing a bad or a good thing. There are just acts and things that people do. Um, so I, so within that kind of framework, it's not really possible to be born good or evil. Um, so no is my answer. What was the last movie you watched? I watched something. So I have had a, a baby recently and um, it's made watching movies very difficult, uh, for which I'm um, slightly resentful of. Um, and um, so I've been sort of, when I've been watching movies recently, it's been sort of in real spits and starts. So I'd get half an hour in here or there, um, which makes it quite hard for me to remember what was the last one I watched. Um, I actually think the last one I watched all the way through was uh, a film called Greenland. It was actually, I enjoyed it. It was a sort of um, a disaster movie about um, a uh, sort of meteor uh, shower destroying the planet. Um, something, uh, kind of movie I quite like to enjoy on a Sunday afternoon. Are you a caller or a texter? Definitely a texter. I haven't, I mean, I won't call anyone um, unless it's absolutely necessary, unless I'm at the end of my tether with uh, things relating to house sales or um, um, it, to, to talk to my dad, who's always um, trying to get me on the phone. But um, I, um, yeah, try to avoid calls at all cost. What podcast episode has been your biggest achievement? Um, I would say that that every every episode that actually makes it out, I I feel uh, is an achievement. Um, and I don't know why I'm saying that because it's not like they're, they're actually living things that I have to make them all feel um, happy and uh, as happy as each other. Um, but yeah, so I, I think my I think my biggest achievements um, would be the sort of a couple of three part episodes that I've done um, that I think encompassed quite a lot of of stuff and uh i think i'm sort of quite happy with the way they came out so one was about um a uh, a sort of a, a cult a, a scientist who was fascinated with the occult called jack parsons um and i did a three-part episode on him i think it was the beginning of my season three um and i did an episode early on in, uh i think the uh, sort of midway through the second season um about something that's kind of sort of broadly known as the diatlov pass incident and um it's something that a lot of listeners have, have said that they thought was one of my better ones so um yeah i was very happy with how that turned out if you could join a band tomorrow what band would it be ah uh, that is a really hard question um 
There are bands in their like heyday that I would have loved to have been a part of, but right now a lot of these sort of younger bands coming through, I would I would be probably be an embarrassment to them if I if they suddenly found themselves lumbered with um with me. Um, you know, I'll just say uh, the Stooges, or more I think more specifically Iggy Pop. But then having said that, I don't think they. Um, I feel like they didn't like each other very much. I think it was quite a volatile experience. So in hindsight, maybe not the best band to have been a part of. Didn't Maybe they weren't having that much fun. But um, I'd certainly be proud to have uh, produced that music. Would you rather be honest and poor or a liar and rich? Um, well, this is going back to my question, my, your question about um, whether people can be born evil. Um, so despite the fact that I don't think there's any such thing as, as any such thing in a sort of cosmic sense of being good or bad or evil and good, sort of annoyingly for me, I still feel quite morally attached to the idea of, of, of being honest and um, sort of what we might collectively say uh, is being decent and because I'm sort of convinced that it's it's quite easy to be rich and powerful if you if you don't really care about other people, you don't empathise with other people. Um, so I also I think I've, I'm in a quite a luxurious position of sort of privilege to say that I've I've not I've never really sort of felt like I, money was a big priority for me. Um, but then you know I come from you know I don't come from a particularly difficult. Uh, background in that sense so um it's probably easy for me to say that um but i would say i i i would be uncomfortable lying to get rich let's put it that way how popular were you at school i i don't think i was very popular i don't think i was not popular i was quite um i suppose anonymous and fairly average i wasn't um uh i, I went to uh I went to state school where there's quite a variety of um, sort of different types of people from different backgrounds. I would sort of have friends in each of them, but I was never really, I was never definitely, a, I mean, I was definitely not a sort of focal point of the year, as it were, for, uh, I think, people. I don't think so. I, as I said, I was quite shy, but I, I was sort of fairly okay at football. So that kind of... Um, I think that's sort of helped me a little bit in terms of um, getting, having a bit of popularity, but I—I I mean, I don't know how to—I me- wouldn't know how to measure that, and and, I've, and it's not something I've, I think now would be that bothered about. But I'm sure when I was at school, that maybe I I worried about that. But um, it's hard to remember; it's a long time ago. What superpower would you like? Um, I am terrified of dying, so I'm going to go for uh, immortality, which I also know is. I'm convinced would also be a terrible thing to have. I, I, I'm not very good at thinking about dying, and also I'm not very good when other people I know die. Uh, so I don't know if I'd like some kind of. That's very much a kind of be careful what you wish for thing. I think um, I would sort of solve one thing while compounding uh, the problems of another. But you know, I'm human, and that's a. Uh, what we want to do so i'll go for immortality what law would you create if you could um <laughs> uh i'm laughing because i i i think i have created a law uh, i don't know if it's a real if it, i don't know if this exists yet so um we'll call it mclean smith's law or smith's law 
basically you are you have whenever you think of something or think of making a decision remember that you're most likely you're very average you're sort of you'll come in the average position of whatever the criteria you're measuring this by if you make a decision it's most likely that someone else will also make that same decision so you should never feel that you're kind of doing something stupid necessarily when you make a certain decision i don't think i've explained that very well but um I'd be intrigued to know if that's if if anybody's uh, kind of claimed that um, for themselves as a as a law previously. Um, and again, it's not. This is not really. I don't even know. If this is the law you're referring to in the question. Um, I think maybe you mean something more kind of penal in terms of stopping somebody doing something. Um, but I've gone on far too long about this, so we'll stick with that. I've created a law basically. Is it better to be a realist or a visionary? Um, it's very that's a very difficult question um, it, well it very much depends on what your uh, aspirations are um, what I would say is that well I mean I don't know you see I've I don't think I would have achieved anything that I've have achieved sort of professionally if I was a realist um, but then would I be maybe I'd be more happy if I uh, hadn't deluded myself enough to think that I could actually do something to the point where it might actually get done. Um, but I think we probably all enjoy visionaries more and enjoying what visionaries um, create. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not by any stretch of imagination, including myself uh, in that <laughs> bracket. But yeah, visionary. Do you read your podcast reviews? I try not to. I... Um, I've I, I've sort of I, I've done it by accident or I've done it I've read them because f- for one reason or other but but more or less I avoid them at all costs I I absolutely um, it's it's one of those things where I think a lot of people who do something which gets reviewed by people will say the same that um, you can have a million incredibly um, lovely brilliant um, supportive reviews. And you can have one bad one, and it's the only one you'll think about. So I would advise people not to uh, not to bother looking at their reviews if, if they're fortunate enough to have any. What unexplained story do you still think about today? Um, I I feel like I sort of carry them around with me all the time, and I and I've but also partly because I I'm working on some things at the moment that are that that draw a lot on some of the stories that I've I've kind of. Um, um that i've told on the podcast so i uh yeah kind of all of them but there, there are definitely ones that some of the darker ones i uh have probably seeped into my subconscious and find their way into uh dream stroke nightmares on a regular basis although i mean i to be honest i feel like i think about a lot of things so i'm not sure if the podcasts are informing my thoughts or my thoughts are kind of informing the podcast if that makes sense that's all the questions completed how did you find the experience i liked it thank you very much uh, it was a, an honor to be in your company and uh to answer these questions for you but i i i do uh as you can as you can hear in my voice now i do struggle with um uh coming to a uh, I struggle with a sort of conviction when it comes to actually uh, giving my answer. So um, I um, I sort of enjoy 
I guess like a lot of people, I, I suppose I do enjoy talking about myself, but I sort of stress a little bit about um, what it is I'm actually going to say. Thank you again, Richard, for being a guest on Podcaster. It was nice to meet you. And you too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care and until next time, goodbye.